Hi, I'm Dion, founder of Mad Black Dad. I created this platform to be a safe space for men to talk about their journey through dadhood. What started as submitted blog entries has expanded to a podcast where I sit down with other dads and cover various topics in parenting and self-reflection. Mad Black Dad also includes a clothing closet that provides items for men and boys in need. I also have a cooking show with my son called Chef Dom Cooks. For more information on donating items or purchasing Mad Black Dad merchandise, please visit diaryofamadblackdad.com. Be sure to share with a friend or a fellow dad. Hey y'all, just wanted to thank you for listening to part one of my conversation with Jamel and Sean. We're back for part two today. Let's listen in. Uh, uh, you said that, uh, you know, you're not the child, but you're still, you know, his son. And I think that's uh, probably something that's difficult, like, at least for me, for me and my dad, because he's still, in his mind, I'm still, you know, a kid. Mm-hmm. And he knows and acknowledges that I'm not a kid, but I'm his kid, right? And um, I see that a lot. When I look at my son, I'm like, man, you know, he's nine, but until I, like, physically look at him and see how tall he is and how broad his shoulders got and everything, in my mind, he's still a little incubator, you know, yeah. incubator baby. So, yeah. so possibly, in my pop's mind, you know, I'm the same way. So, like, now, you know, as a 30-something adult, like, yo... I'm I'm the daddy now. <laughs> like, you know, you need to listen to me. This is my house, and he's like, you still my son. Like, you know, so that it's it's hard sometimes to uh, like come to that compromise. Like, yo, you know, I'm an adult. You can't talk to me like that. Like, you know, yeah. Um, and it, it's hard for them to like as as older parents to kind of like let that sink in. Like, you know, okay, he, he's right. You know, but at least for my pops, that's the hardest thing is for him to admit, like, <laughs> I'm right or that he's wrong. They ain't admitting it. They ain't saying it. They ain't saying it. They ain't saying it wrong. No, no black daddy going to say I'm wrong. Right. That's uh, the curse that we need to talk about. Yeah. The generational curse of not being able to yeah. say that you was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm sorry. Like, my pops. I don't remember a time my pops ever said, <laughs> yo, I'm sorry. Like, those words specifically. Mm. You know, he might have, like, went and bought me something to make up for whatever it was. So this is this is me saying I'm sorry. You know, me giving you this. Yeah. Or me taking you to this place. Or, you know, whatever. Um, but saying, yo, I'm sorry. Or I'm wrong. Or even, like, my bad. Like, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> it's like... Black folks, like, we have this understanding, like, my bad is, like, a little less than I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's I, a little, I, little lower than like I apologize. I ain't gonna tell you I'm sorry, but my bad. You know, my bad. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, like, that's one of the things, you know, that we said earlier. Uh, we try to do the opposite of whatever our parents did. So when my kids do something and I, like, overreact and I know it, I'm quick to be like, yo, I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't have done that or yeah. I shouldn't have said that or whatever. Because I think that's important that kids know, um, you know, that their parents are at least attentive enough to to be like, you know, apologetic and considerate of their, their feeling. I know that's not popular. Right? <laughs> <laughs> feelings, you're a kid, but that's you ain't important. Got no feelings. Yeah, it's important for we we talk about emotional growth, and we don't 
like consider their emotions. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, sure. you know. And they get mad when they're in high school punching everybody. Yeah. Like, you didn't take, give your kid a hug, man. <laughs> give him a hug. Tell him you're sorry. Shit. It's uh, carrying that anger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and don't even know why you're upset. Yeah. You know, you don't realize why he's mad, you know. And it's all because Pops won't say I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but that, I mean, literally, that can really be how, how it is, man. But that, that, that's what it is, man. That's yeah. really what yeah. it is. It's like you hold on to grudges. Like, I know about this. I hold on to a grudge from college, you know. This kid stepped on my shoe. Like, <laughs> I don't mess with that kid. And we almost damn near 40. Yeah. Bro, you know, it's like that's a real thing, man. You hold on to that, bro. Yeah, that's a real thing. And you're dealing with that on a daily basis. Yeah, so it's just yeah. My, and compounded. my best friend, he when we was growing up, he he didn't like this particular dude. I grew up, bro. I'm in my 30s, and I'm still like, I don't like that. I don't even know why anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't like that dude. And when I talk to my my homie, he's like, oh yeah, me and him was kicking it, you know. But I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't like this dude. You're not supposed to like him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we hold on to that. We don't even know why we, we even upset him. I was going to take it to a place that we, it's the Mad Black Dad, not the Mad Black Mommy podcast. <laughs> I, I had beef with this one kid. When I, I, it was my freshman year. I had just moved here from Louisiana and I had like a thick accent and everybody, you know, I was the new person, right? This dude told me that he was Lil Wayne's cousin, and I like, and I knew he was lying, <laughs> and I never liked him since. Like, we we like, he was one of the first people I met. Like, we was cool, you know, for like the first few weeks or something. And then out of nowhere, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Lil Wayne's cousin," and I'm just like, "I never talked to you again," <laughs> and I didn't. And I remember one of my homeboys that was was end up being cool, and it's like, "Hey man, he." You know, he really thought that y'all was friends. And I'm like, yeah, I did too to the nigga lie. <laughs> I know he ain't. I know that his cousin. Why he here? <laughs> Why he here if that's his cousin? <laughs> and to this day, I still remember that. I kind of got mad again. Like, why did you lie to me like that? Like, you didn't have to do that shit. Yeah, we, was already, we was already cool, man. We yeah. was already cool. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. Uh, I was watching. I, I love Deion Sanders, man. Like, that's my dude, bro. I'm watching this video of him, uh, might have been last night or the night before, but his kids, he was saying, like, how he, he sent his kids to, a, uh, like, a school in the hood, right? But they lived off in the in the cut, you know? Hey, you prime time. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, man, I can't imagine, like, the kids at the school when they these kids are like, yeah, you know, Deion Sanders, my pops, and they're probably like, snoop, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> Until, you know, Pops pull up in the Lambo, they're like, wait a minute, that might be. Told you. Might have been Lil Wayne's cousin, bro. Well, then he needed to get on one of the, like, 30 mixtapes he dropped in that five years, man. Yeah, like, give me a bar or something, you know what I mean? Give me one of his babe shoes or something. Give me something. I ain't proof. <laughs> Verify, man. Give me that blue check. <laughs> Tell me, that, show me that you love Wayne's cousin, and I'll forgive you right now. <laughs> All right, call him on Facetime right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that nigga on his next tell church. If you his cousin, he gonna answer. Shit. Yeah. Um, what is one thing that you want to pass down to your kids, and one thing like a personal trait? That you want them to like take from you, 
and then one that you don't want them to have from you at all? Oh, man, I've already answered it partially. Uh, one, hard work. Like, every day when Cash, when Celia goes and gets him from daycare and he comes in, I'm always at my desk. So, like, he sees me and he greets me at my desk. Rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is late in the day. But, you know, he sees me and he's working. And sometimes I get mad because... I'm not mad, but, like, I never want him to see me laying down. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that to me is, like... You know, if I'm not doing anything, then that's, like... I don't know. That's a bad impression. I know that's wrong. Like, I know that's wrong. I don't think it's wrong. <laughs> I think it's a thing. Because, like... Leah and I, we, we, we do a lot of work from our computers and stuff, so um, we were packing up to make a, one of our transitions today, and I grabbed my computer. He's like, oh, Dad, you going to do work? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some work. But I ended up like, putting it down. Yeah. But it's like, this computer like signifies work. Yeah. And it's like He knows, like, all right, Mommy's working, Daddy's working. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, he's going to yeah. take that, which is going to be great, but... I don't know, man. Yeah. Right. And hard work is a, is a weird... Because, like, my grandfather would be like, study hard, work hard, get a good job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, like, embedded in me. He would say that to me every morning, every night. Um, so that's where I get it from. And, of course, I want my kid to work hard. Like, I want him to produce. I want him to produce. But I also want him to have a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, for me, the thing I don't want him to have is... In my recent years, I would say last 10, adulthood, uh, I've been quick to anger. Mm. And, you know, black people, we got to go to therapy for that, probably. <laughs> the problem. <laughs> probably. Shit, so much. Definitely. <laughs> but that is what I don't want them to have. You know, like, do a quick analysis of how you're feeling and mm. why you're feeling this way. Yeah. And see if it's worth it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm probably, probably on the same page with what I don't want them to have. Um, because when I was their ages, um, I was quick to anger, you know. Um, I spent a lot of time in the guidance counselor's office, <laughs> especially after my mom's past. Um, I would fight every every day, bro, yeah. every day. And they were, the school was like, well, we don't want to suspend you because we know you're grieving. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> 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 I'm going to just keep doing it then. Uh, and I, you know, back then, like your mama jokes was really big. And mm. um, the the minute somebody would like curl their lips to say, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yo, like they wouldn't even get mama out, I'd be on that ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Balls. We um, but yeah. we would have been fighting because I was yeah. I was flying. Yeah. I'm letting these jokes fly. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry about your mama. Yeah. We, gonna, we gonna let it ride. Yeah. I was terrible. I'm scroll. I was jumping over desks and tables and all that at seven, eight years old. Um, <laughs> But uh, what I do want them to have, though, um, is I don't I don't want them to quit on anything, right? And I mm. see a little bit of that, and you know they're kids, so they're they're gonna have some of that. Like they get frustrated with something, like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Or uh, like Cameron, his uh, basketball coach, they're not seeing eye to eye one minute, and then the next minute they are. But <laughs> in the moments where they're not, he's like, I don't even want to. I don't even want to. I don't play basketball. Play. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm done with. It. I'm like. What are you doing, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> like you think this is something? Wait till you get to college when the yeah. coach can really talk to you. Oh, crazy. Man. oh but man. Uh, yeah, I, I hate, I hate that uh, that people in general like they see like just a little bit of adversity, and they're like, okay, well, 
I'm done with that. That's too. That's too hard. That's too difficult. Yeah. I want to move on to, to something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because eventually, when you move on to something else, you're still going to find something that's challenging. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what are you going to do? You want to leave that and yeah. start something else? So, um, you know, I want them to be able to like stick things through. That perseverance. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, for me. I don't know. I think I do like the work hard thing, but not like that. Uh, I think I want Dom to have, like, I can create, I can have all these ideas. Like, my wife tells me I'm pregnant with ideas. Like, I can always come up with something good. Mm-hmm. Or just I have, like, just these things that it's always coming, always coming up. So, like, in my head, I'm always, like, trying to create something. So, I think I want him to be able to have that. Mm-hmm. But where I drop the ball is... I don't always follow through. Yeah. So, like, I'll be having these ideas and they just be, like, up in the air and that's where they stay. So, yeah. like, I want him to be able to, like, finish things. Yeah. Yeah. If, if if you have this idea or you commit to this project or whatever it is, I need you to see it through. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that'd Went be my Same about there, man. See it through, like, my boy. See it through. Like, if you can do that, <laughs> if you can see it through, you, you're uh, doing a little bit better than uh, me. Yeah. And I think another thing is I don't get angry enough. Hmm. I'll be so chill. I'll be so laid back, and I'll be like, "No, it's okay. I'm a, it's it's all right." Yeah. And it really don't be all right. Like, yeah. I stand by Will Smith to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> I, Some know. people just need to mm. get slapped, and I, and I didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And not again, trauma bonding or anything. But I, when I was young, <laughs> that's a weird transition. Right? Not again. Tra- Black people be trauma bonding. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> trauma bond um i when i was a teenager and my mom passed or my dad passed i like deferred like i was just like i'm not dealing with this right mm-hmm. now uh because like pretty much everybody was sympathetic to me and i didn't see that and they were like here's a silver platter because mm-hmm. uh, your, your both your parents are mm-hmm. deceased so i was like living life right not dealing with not really dealing with it and then it wasn't until like post-college when i saw a true family structure like going to college and you know this is like morehouse black elite and like seeing the homes that my friends were coming from mm. and being like yo this is solid like yeah. <laughs> i want to copy and paste this shit <laughs> but then like not having that same foundation yeah. when i got back home i was like angry right yeah. um and not really angry at, like my parents but like angry at uh, I don't know. I still process it that yeah. part. Like, I'm not pointing any fingers. Um, but, yeah. It's just, like, that's why I became quick to anger. Mm-hmm. It's, like, because I, I... One, it was kind of fucked up because everyone put on a silver platter and that was fine. And then that sympathy goes away. Yeah. And you got to deal with that shit and you're, you're laying in it. So, yeah. Yeah. It was still what... Still need to process is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all processing something. Like, takes a drink. <laughs> That's my process. It's <laughs> my process I need. It's my counselor and my. <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. But I, I think we're all going through something to that extent because, you know, we went to high college and now we're adults. So now we're trying to create this new us or this family that we want to have. Yeah. And we're, okay, so what are my examples, right? Yeah. And then you look back at your family and it's like, okay, this is what my parents did or didn't do mm-hmm. or this is what my grandparents did or didn't do or my aunts or uncles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, 
we have mad black dad, right? So, <laughs> like, one of the things that I knew about my dad was he wasn't there. Not because he didn't necessarily want to be. That's a story on its own. But and some of it is also because he literally was just working. So, like, uh-huh. work and his responsibilities to provide kept him away. Uh-huh. So, it's like, all right, one of the things I want to do is, one, I'm not going to the military. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> I'm going to be home. Like, uh-huh. we're not going to move a whole bunch of times. So, you know, I'm able to take Dom to school some days or pick him up every day. And, you know, he's going to see me here every day uh-huh. for, you know. Yeah, I think about I that see. too, man. Yeah. yeah. But is that PTSD on my part, too? <laughs> a little bit. You know, like, I go hard. Man, I go so hard. I'm like, I got to be the first person he sees in the morning. Yeah. And I, I put that piece of the puzzle together. Like, my dad was never there. He was leaving 4.30 a.m. to go to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like, I want him to see me every morning. And I'm going to be home every night. So. Yeah. I mean, is it a little PTSD? Sure, but... You know, could this adversity kind of make you like a better father or the father that you want to be? Sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Cash is going to be upset about it. Right, right, right. <laughs> Man, my dad here every day. <laughs> God damn, I'm tired of seeing him. I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever going to come Go to that. Go back to the office. <laughs> Where's your desk? Go. Go. Maybe when he's like 15, but like yeah, for yeah. now, like he, this is his normal and this is what he's going to mm-hmm. appreciate. And let's say you didn't come home, you know, or you yeah, came home late. Now it's spiral. Like, Hold on, <laughs> he's not at the desk. <laughs> so like, maybe I do need to go back to the office. <laughs> I was gonna say when he turns fifteen, you're not gonna see him because he's gonna be locked away in his room. Oh yeah, he's gonna train in his room, playing video yeah, games. Open the door like. I just greet myself. Give yourself a hug. Put on his Oculus and just disappear as soon as he gets in. A little metaverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so, like, you know, we're we're building these these, families that we want. And I think it does take, like, addressing our own traumas. Mm -hmm. You know, addressing the things that our parents didn't do. Mm -hmm. And that might suck. It does suck. <laughs> or did, and trying to replicate it and realize how hard it was. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> like, and hearing their stories is like some of the things, too. I remember my pops told me the story. And he, like, he, he was explaining how broke they were at one point. Hmm. Like, he said that, and this was before I was born, so, like, they were just singing and kicking it. And I think, or maybe I was, like, really young, one or the other. They scrounged up together some money, went and got some groceries. And it's like, okay, this is all we got. We're going to make this work, whatever. Mm. They left the grocery store in the parking lot. They, like, stumbled on a $20 bill. Mm. So this is, like, early 90s, <laughs> late 80s, somewhere around. So 20 bucks is going a long way. Yeah. And it was like, hell yeah. And it's like, <laughs> we ball. And I'm like, why was you that broke? <laughs> like, that really fucked uh, me up. And, and I still think about it like... And now we're in the pandemic or wherever we are on the pandemic timeline and we're looking at how the money just don't stretch like it did. Mm-hmm. But we're not screaming hooray if we found 20 bucks, <laughs> but, you know. I would. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a level of excitement if you come yeah. across some free money or you find oh, something yeah. in your pocket. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Hold on, let me hit Starbucks real quick. So it's like, it's taking these stories and putting it into perspective that makes it like a little bit more relevant and say, 
okay, like, all right, I, I, I get it now. Yeah. But how do I, like, not be in this position no more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's an everyday struggle, yeah, man. That's is. an everyday struggle. Yeah. I remember one, one day I, <laughs> I looked at my mother and I said, Ma, like, are we poor? <laughs> and she was like, well, no. Why would you ask that? Like, why, why would you think we're poor? And I'm like, well, my friends, like, they yeah, got this two-story house. Yeah. They got this two-story house. Their parents drove an Escalade. They're like one of them. They had like the first Escalade. At least that's what it felt like. Like, damn, this car is big as fuck. We got this Ford Windstar. Like, what is going on? Like, are we poor? Like, did I miss the gravy train? Like, what, you know... We're, punch my ticket, please. Let's try this again. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, we're not poor. And, you know, I later learned what my parent, my friend's parents was doing for a living. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, no, that makes sense. <laughs> like, when you're an engineer for Coke, like, okay, no, yeah. you're, you're fine. <laughs> you're good to go. You, you, uh, you're you're kind of getting it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's a thing, but we work it through it hmm. slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think about that a lot, too, like, uh, I, I don't blame the child, right? Like, your my friends who are come from wealthy families and have certain attitudes. They might, you know, carry it in a way that's not exactly positive all the mm-hmm. time. But you can't blame them, for the most part. Yeah. You know, they their parents worked hard, gave them ideally what they believed is proper setting for the child. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, man. Fuck all those rich kids. You know? Like, not my steez. I'm still kind of like that. <laughs> not, not my thing. Go to Martha's Vineyard every summer. Who cares? I don't like, want to go. Oh, <laughs> Martha's Vineyard is expensive. And you got to take like, a ferry to a boat. A boat to a ferry. But there's kids that were there every year. Mm-hmm. Those are some of my best friends nowadays. Hmm. Um, and they're like, come out. And it's like, bro, it's $200 to get there. You yeah. know? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Hmm. Um so I, I never really like blame the, the 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 child. It's more so like how do you readjust students or the students, the kids' um, mindset when they're dealing with a plethora of kids from different environments. Yeah, yeah. Do you want more kids? I thought I, I I don't know I don't know where I'm at with that. Um, so I thought I did, and then. Uh, you know, our, uh, my wife's, well, I guess she's my niece, too, by marriage. Um, so our niece had a had a baby. Um, baby came over, uh, you know, wanted to give them a break. They're newlyweds, sort of, uh, a couple of years in. Um, so we wanted to give them a break for the weekend. So baby comes over, 2 or 3 in the morning, baby wakes up, starts crying. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. I because when uh, when Kaden was a baby, you know he used to. I, I, yeah, so I, I used to work from uh, noon to midnight. Right. Whoa, Jesus home. Christ! Yeah. What? Doing what? <laughs> so I would get home at like twelve thirty, right in the morning. I lay down at one in the morning. He would get up like clockwork, right. And I'm looking at my wife like, "Hey, yo, it's work twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, help, help by the house. She's like, "Nah, I've been with him all day. You need to help me out." <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, you know, I have to go in there, feed him or whatever, whatever he needs, you know, um, give him comfort, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And I had like a flashback to that 
you know, when little nephew's over, I'm like, hey, yo, like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore, man. man. I'm, I'm good now. Like, kids, you know, they play the game all night. That's, that's what I worry about now, you know, them making too much noise playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's not 1 o'clock in the morning, they, you know, hungry or whatever. Crying. It's one o'clock in the morning. I hear, "Let's go!" from the basement yeah. <laughs> on the Xbox. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah, I, I, I think I'm done with kids. I think I think I'm finished. Long story short, no. You got you got other like you got like college savings to deal with. And, oh, like man. kids is only gonna get more expensive. Yeah. Man. That's yeah. what I fear. It's like, dang, it's like. My bucket gets smaller and yeah. theirs gets bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the hardest thing to deal with. Um, I think, yeah, I could do one more, man. Like, me and Celia are like two. Because she comes from two kids in her household. It was me and my older brother before we joined with um, my father's other kids. Um, but I think two is like great because they have a sidekick they could play with. Um, you don't have to really like be as hands on because. Now the older one has a role. Yeah. I think, yeah, two is definitely going to be the cutoff. Yeah. Well, you have to have them closer together. Though. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. So he's like, I got to yeah. be pregnant by this date. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we get you there. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are seven years <laughs> apart. And, um, that's a big gap, man. Yeah. They're, uh, well, the oldest is my stepson, right? Mm. Um, and that's a whole other dynamic in itself. <laughs> Stepkids. Um, but he's my son. I consider him my son. There's mm-hmm. no, you know, how old was he when you married your wife? When we got married, he was uh, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I met my wife, he just turned three. Oh, so wow. he was like a little, you know. So he's been, you pretty much been his dad. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like his dad is still, you know, in his life, but um, for the last, I don't know, nine, ten years, um, I've been raising him, you know, yeah. as my own. Mm. So. Um, you know, um, not the stepdad. You the dad stepped up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So, like, this is a big gap. So, uh, you know, you can give him the responsibility of, hey, watch your little brother. I'm gonna run to the store real quick, something like yeah. that. But um, he doesn't want to play with him. Like, you know, <laughs> that, that sucks because sometimes. I don't want to play with me. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> you know, like uh, I, I'll, you know, I work from home most days, and uh, you never really know how draining that could be. Like when you're not working from home, you look at people that do work from home, like oh, look, you got it so easy, you know. But that, nah, pe- no. people, nah, nah, they don't nah, have nah. like. There's no boundaries when no you work boundaries. from home. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? immediately stop working. You go on your second yeah. job. I remember hearing that at the beginning of the pandemic. It's like home used to be a reprieve from work. Right. And now you stop working and there's no like, you know, you can get in your car, you can drive home for 30 right. minutes. Yeah. And that's your time. Calm down. Yeah. yeah. Like you <laughs> sit in your car for a yeah. little bit. For me, it was yeah. like my train ride home. Yeah. From, you know, New York City. Like, I would just breathe and, like, decompress and then come to the household. Right. Um, but, yeah, you don't get that period. You turn yeah. around, it's like, yeah. boom. And you get that twice a day, right? Yeah. You go to work, get your 30, 40 minutes, however long it takes you to get to work, mm-hmm. you listen to your gangster music, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You pull up and deal with the day. And then on, on the way home, you know, you can think about how they got on your yeah. nerves and <laughs> listen yeah. to some more mm-hmm. gangster music. 
And you get home and do your thing. But now it's like I get off at three and Caden's ready with his with his mitt and his baseball. Like, all right. Three or one, Daddy. Let's go. I know you. I know you done. I saw you close your laptop. Close your laptop. You logged like, out. Huh? I know what this means. Yeah. I heard you on that last call. You said, "See you tomorrow." Yeah. You said, "You said all right," like five times. Yeah. So I know it's time. I'm ready. Yeah. I had my stuff on before you knew it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, sometimes I don't feel like playing. You know, so I'm like, "Yo, go get your brother, man." And camera, like, I don't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing it. Not my. Not my job. It's your job. Yeah, your dad. <laughs> Close my door. <laughs> Call me when it's dinner. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's rough. Like, and I and I get to go back to school and come back home and stuff like that. But there's a there's a huge stretch where it's like I'm here working. I'm in the kitchen working. Liz right here in the living room working. Mm-hmm. Dom is supposed to be doing school <laughs> virtually, yeah. like preschool, on a tablet in the other room. <laughs> and it's just like there was just no cutoff. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I have to stop work to make sure that he's listening. Mm-hmm. And then I have to get back to work. And since I'm in the kitchen, I'm also the middle access. Okay, you need some water. You need some mm-hmm. water. People walk past to go to the bathroom. Like, it was, it was, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. So like, I, I'm really happy that I get to go to work, and I feel I, for a long time I felt really bad because Leah was working from home, mm. uh, but now she, you know, switched to a new position, so she gets to go to work as well. Yeah. But now we got to pay for daycare. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love working from home, bro. I yeah. love it. No, I don't. <laughs> I, think I don't. No. Black people, man. I think working from home is the best thing because yeah. I my industry is primarily white. Mm. And you get rid of all those microaggressions. Yep. You get rid of all those clicks. Okay. Well, they still um, do that. In the oh yeah, no, they still do. That, for <laughs> sure, do it still happens. Like, you yeah. can see yeah. their faces, and you're like, yeah. but there's on. a level of separation with that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't have to deal with you for right. nine hours. Yeah. yeah, and you're not like literally in my mm. face. Like, right. okay, yeah. you do this. I know you act like this because you on the screen, mm-hmm. but like. To then also act like this in my face. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, now I really want to punch you. Yeah. <laughs> Where I can, like, mm-hmm. put some tape over your face yeah. on the screen. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't see them anymore. I just know that they're talking or whatever. Yeah. But, like, having those microaggressions in your face, that's a yeah, completely different that's feeling. That's completely different. Yeah. Especially, like, you know, you're in, a, you're in a meeting room and your boss can see the yeah. microaggression. Yeah. If you have a camera off, you can't really deal with it. You got to look at them like, you, yeah, you don't like, see yeah, this? What's, yeah. what's happening here? Yeah. So, but having to deal with that is definitely rough. But I, I work in education, so mm-hmm. like all of the work I do is face to face. And these kids ain't getting on Zoom. Yeah. You you know like I I know like if I you gave sixteen year old me a laptop, <laughs> I'm playing video games yeah. or I'm watching yeah. YouTube or I'm an extra monitor. Oh, oh, it's a wrap if I get an extra monitor. I'm, I'm doing twice the nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about this Zoom class. Yeah. You know, so I get it. And so I need to be in person because the work that I do uh, requires me to be in person because mm-hmm. I'm not knocking on people's doors. Right, right, I'm right. not going into everybody's house. I've had some terrible experiences with that, but <laughs> we're not even going to get into that. Yeah. So it's like I need to be in person. Yeah. But I, I can see the benefit of working from home, you know. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Bro. Put a shirt on and just I, figure out the rest. <laughs> I went a whole week and I wore the same shirt. 
I like it because you can uh, you can do like you know you can be a, a actual person as opposed to you know this piece for the yeah. company or for the organization. Mm. You know, I can still uh, take my kids to school, pick yeah. my kids up. I can you know run an errand if I need to run an errand during my lunch or whatever. Um, but going into the office every day is like, and sometimes going in there, I still go in once a week and it's meaningless. Like I get in there nobody else is there. It's me and the cleaner lady. We're yeah. talking, you know, um, and I'm like, man, I, I could have been home like this. Right. This, Making my this, own lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I love it, man. Working from home and they're, they want to slowly come back to the office. I'm like, for what? <laughs> why, do, why do y'all want to see me? Right. right. <laughs> I'm massively productive at yeah, home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get so much done at home. And then sometimes, like, uh, so, like, you'll have your, your meeting or whatever. Most of my meetings are from people from other organizations, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not in the same building as me. So I have to meet with them over Teams or Google or uh, Zoom or whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah. interface we're using. I have to meet with them that way anyway. I'm in the office in a room, like by myself, meeting with these folks on a computer. I'm like, I drove 40 minutes for, yeah. for this. Like, yeah, no, it's I, like, I could have did this in the basement. I don't, I don't, this is the Mad Black Dad podcast. Yeah. But like, working from home is, is, and you see people on Zoom in the office, and you're like, ain't nobody in the background. Yeah. Yeah. You could have done this at home. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just crazy to me yeah. to see that still. Yeah. But I did like being home, being able to see him learn mm-hmm. or yeah. not learn or whatever it was. So like <laughs> it was like more time to be Duh. with Dom. So like mm-hmm. okay, you're getting on my nerves, but I probably would not trade this yeah. especially yeah, for sure. like being at work. Uh, so no, like this has been you know being able to look back at it. It was quite enjoyable, even mm-hmm. though like individual days was like. This is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it gave my, my pops the opportunity to see my son learn. Because he always like, man, I wonder what they're doing in school right now. Like, I wish I could just go in there and look through the window. You know? <laughs> just see what he's doing in class right now. And it's like, you know, he's at the dining room table doing his math or whatever. My pops in the living room, like, yeah, <laughs> that's, my, that's my grandbaby, you know, <laughs> two plus two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that is actually all I have for today. Um, I don't know how to close out. <laughs> thanks for joining us, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for, thanks for coming and rapping with, with me, yeah, for sure. Um, this has been the Mad Black Dad podcast, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Thanks for having us. Why does everybody do a little piece thing? Thanks for listening to the Mad Black Dad podcast. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mad Black Daddy. And follow me on YouTube and TikTok at Mad Black Dad. Stay mad.